Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Hey, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. So we've been talking about fears. What's your biggest fear? Not having enough turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wow, that's a That's a big fear. (laughs) That's probably not a fear at all. Probably not a fear. But it is a great segue to say happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving (laughs) Day episode. Hope you're with family and friends. Uh, Yeah, maybe maybe we should just skip what we were actually going to talk about and just talk about giving thanks. You know, there are some psalms that actually talk about that. We've had had days where we were able to talk about giving thanks with your whole heart. Yes, this is that day here in America. Give thanks with your whole heart. Yeah. 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 I recently was recommended, and, and I hope to encourage my family for us to work on this. I'll just throw this in before we get into the psalm. Here's just an idea. Okay. And that is to develop a family history of praise and thanksgiving. Okay. So by, like, keeping a, a journal or something? Or well, what's that a family may, that history? Maybe, that may be what the way that? it would start. But it's the, basically the, it was the idea was taking a look at some of the psalms where – the great works of God in the history of Israel were highlighted and praise okay. is given to God yes. for all those great works. His mighty and, deeds. Yeah. And so here's this history okay. of praise and thanksgiving as the psalmist is saying, God, you did this, you did this, you delivered us here, you brought us there. You did. And the idea was just spend some time as a family saying, okay, what about in our lives? What what work has God done that we can give thanks for? And 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 not just going around the table and saying, let's be thankful today, but but even writing it down and wow. and having something that you can pull out and then you can add to later as, as yeah. new things happen. I was really impressed with that. that I hope is a neat idea. I want I want to encourage my family. Maybe we'll maybe we'll work on that this year and I'm kind of saying it out loud on here because maybe that will hold me accountable to it. Cuz <laughs> well it's probably going to come up at at lunch today cuz I know my mom listens to this. <laughs> Well, and I and I will say this, my my mom and brother are driving, Linda and Christopher are driving up probably as this is airing Aaron. to have dinner with us. Okay. So it probably will come up cuz they're probably listening to it that's in the car. Right. That's exactly right. They're, they're exactly probably catching right. up on all the conversations they've missed <laughs> cuz they're waiting for you to quiz them. <laughs> yeah, like no kidding. Pass the potatoes. And what did you think of Psalm 11? <laughs> <laughs> did you really listen? Okay. Anyway, okay. So as well, much as I want to Talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, this is Psalm relevant. 13 week. That's right. This is Psalm, Psalm 13, 13 week. So That's we say right. happy Thanksgiving to you. We do want to give God thanks for every blessing he's given us. And every one of those day. blessings. Amen. One of those blessings is lament psalms. <laughs> <laughs> And so we need him. We not everybody's going to have a great day today. That's sadly. right. And but and God is still good. That's one of the things that I really do love about the Psalms is, as we said at the beginning of the week, the honesty. The Bible has not sold us a bill of goods. Right. It has not said become a Christian and now every day is rainbows and buttercups. Right. Right. It's we're we're in a world that is dominated by sin, mm-hmm. and even though we're serving the Lord and we're heading toward victory and and things are getting better, no doubt. We have some days in the valley, and we find David in the valley. He's. We've said this week, and I, and I actually have tried to find where I learned this because I, I hate to use a phrase that I know I got from someone else, but I, 
I can't find it. Life in the interim. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody else has read the book that said that, let us know. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. But we've talked about David being in the interim, the interim between when God gave his promise and God granted his promise. Yes. And we've already seen two of the fears that David has. And today we're going to see a third one that he mentions. I'm going to be reading from the Lexham English Bible, Psalm 13. How long, O Yahweh, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and sorrow in my heart all the day? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Yahweh, my God. Give light to my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. And lest my enemy should say, I have overcome him. Lest my enemies rejoice because I am shaken. But as for me... I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart will rejoice in your deliverance. I will sing to Yahweh because he has dealt bountifully with me. Mm. Psalm 13, Lexham English Bible. We see his fear of death. Lord, lighten my eyes so that I don't sleep the sleep of death. We yeah. saw his fear of defeat, fear. lest my enemies should over- say that they have overcome me. And then I noticed the fear of ridicule the fear of ridicule because what he says there it's not just I, I it's not just that hey i might die and they might defeat me but then they might rejoice ah uh, yeah the trash talking rejoice. rejoice over my defeat and my demise the ridicule which leads me to a question which is why i started with what's your biggest fear because i sit back and i wonder hmm did david start with fear number 1 and kind of d- d- digress Or did he build up to what his biggest fear is? Don't let me die because then they've won and they'll make fun of me. (laughs) They'll ridicule me. They'll mock me. Sometimes I have to tell you, I think I am more afraid of being ridiculed than I am of dying. Well, I, you know, we were talking about making a list of things and uh, the, the great things that God has done. And maybe the flip side of that is that the enemies would have their own list. Mm. Of when they had overcome the righteous one of God, when they had overcome even the ways of God and taking their victory laps about that. I don't I don't want to end up one of the victories on my enemies list. Yeah, no kidding. I don't want to be the notch on his gun. Yeah. I, I want life. I want victory. Mm-hmm. I want to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want people making fun of me. I don't want people mocking me. I don't want people putting me down. I want to look like I am the wise victor that they honor and they're impressed with. And so, you know, here's, here's one of the things that that brings to my mind is because ridicule actually is a big fear of mine. Mm. I mean, honestly, well, I You think are very competitive. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Uh, ridicule, it really is. I, one of the things that I really struggle with is when I think somebody is looking down on me. Mm. When I think somebody thinks they're better than I am, when I think somebody thinks I'm not as smart as they are. And so sometimes what I want to do is I want to prove how smart I am and I want to prove how wise I am. Well, that becomes a problem when the reason they think I'm dumb is because I believe in God. Mm. When when they're mocking me because I'm saying what we really need to do right now is pray. Right. right. When when they're those are the moments when when the world is looking down on me and ridiculing me in those moments. That's when I'm really tempted. Honestly, I mean, it, it might be different if I was facing a real persecution where someone was really threatening me with actual death. But when I think about, hey, I know I'm going to die one of these days, that doesn't scare me near as much as. But between now and then, people might make fun of me and think I'm stupid. Hmm. And so this fear of ridicule really hits me right between the eyes. Well, I'll just say that uh, I appreciate you talking about the idea that the world does look at 
hardships and suffering and failures differently because it rejects God. And here is the psalmist in this period of challenge and perhaps even despair. How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord? But he is praying to God about it. He has turned to the Lord in this. And so even the psalm itself might be an occasion for the wicked, for the godless, to mock and ridicule the faithful. But at the same time, where else can we turn? We have to speak to God, suffering that ridicule, suffering people looking down on us because because victory is going to come from God. You know, at the end of the day, we have to be convicted in, they're wrong about that. They're just flat wrong. <laughs> they're just wrong. They're just wrong. About that. So as we've been talking about this, it's all of a sudden a connection has formed in my mind. And I'm thinking about Revelation chapter 11. Do you remember the two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11 who, you know, they're a picture of like Moses and Elijah, and there's a lot of symbolism and imagery there that that draws from Moses and Elijah and the plagues and and the, the prayer and the fire coming down like happened with Elijah. But then these two witnesses die. Yeah. And they seem to be defeated. Yeah. And in Revelation 11 and verse 9, for three and a half days, some from the peoples and tribes and languages and nations will gaze at their dead bodies and refuse to let them be placed in a tomb. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them and make merry and exchange presents because these two prophets had been a torment to those who dwell on the earth. So so here's this moment. That, so. Yeah, the the, right, not, the righteous saying, witnesses were doing their job, and so when they die, everybody's rejoicing. Yeah, I'm not saying Psalm 13 is pointing to this, but I'm, I'm making a connection right now. In Psalm 13, David, right. God's anointed, is worried about defeat because if he dies and is defeated, they'll rejoice over him. Mm-hmm. But here are the Lord's anointed. Mm-hmm. They die. Mm-hmm. They're defeated. Mm-hmm. Everyone rejoices over them, but that's not the end. Mm-mm. Because for them, we're going to keep reading and find out that they are resurrected. After the three and a half days, a breath of life from God entered them, and they stood up on their feet, and great fear fell on all those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies watched them. And at that hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake, and the rest were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. So here's the really interesting thing. When I couple Psalm 13 with that right there, even in those moments where I am afraid of death and defeat and ridicule, if God says, no, I'm going to let you die. No, they're going to beat you today. No, they're going to rejoice over you today. I still win. (laughs) I still win. Well, and I don't know if this psalm is overtly messianic, but it does make me think about Jesus at the cross and his enemies, of course, are mocking him and spitting upon him and he saved others. Why can't he save himself and, you know, all of this only to die, only to be buried. But then three days later, resurrection. Yeah. And uh, there was that period of time when it seemed like the enemies could take their take their victory lap and their triumph and perhaps even Satan for a time. Right. Until the tomb is empty. So one of the things this reminds me of is just about prayer in general. So we're in the very specific, but let's back up to prayer in general as I'm thinking about this. And that is, I have these requests. I have these needs. I have these desires. And sometimes I come to God and not only am I saying, here's these needs, here's these desires, here's these requests, here's what I know you want to accomplish. But I also come to him with, now do it like this. 
You mean telling God, this is the way I want you to move, to grant my prayer. I enlighten my eyes so that I don't die and they don't defeat me and they don't rejoice. And in the end, what God... Is it enough to say enlighten my eyes or to say enlighten my eyes... In this way. In this way, yeah. yeah. Well, but I just, you know, here's this prayer. I, I, you got to do this so that I don't die. They don't say they're victorious. They've overcome. Yeah. yeah. And yet in Jesus, what we see is these days when they thought they had overcome and those witnesses we see where God allows them to feel all of these mm-hmm. things and all these things that in this prayer, David is saying, don't let this happen. God actually lets it happen. But in the end, he still wins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the end, we we get all these things in verses 3 and 4 that he says, don't let this happen. God lets it happen. But all these things in verses 5 and 6, those also happen anyway. Yeah. The the victory, the steadfast love, the bountiful blessing. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. There is a trust in his salvation. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Uh, one other thing. Okay, let, let me back up, maybe go in a little bit of a different direction. When well, talking about ridicule, I guess I'll just say that he who laughs last laugh, laughs loudest. <laughs> he who laughs last guy gets the last word. Well, I mean, that's the truth. Let not him who puts his armor on boast like the one who takes it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the reality is, even if the enemies def- kill us and think they've defeated us in rejoicing, we're going to win. That's it. We're going to win. That's it. But... There's one more thought that I've had, and I I don't want us to leave today without bringing this up because I I think this is important. And that is, I joke earlier about is David increasing as he's showing, okay, here's my small fear. Now here's my next fear and here's my biggest fear. Or is he going the other way? You know, the interesting thing is when I was a kid, we used to say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm -hmm. Then as I got older, folks having learned more about the emotional pain caused by words, it got it got adjusted. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can really hurt me. And when I heard that, having experienced the pain of hurtful words. Yeah. I mean, I have a very sensitive soul. They, they hurt. Though I seem thick skinned. It hurts. It's it hurts. generational. But you I, know, I, you got your, you got your boomers and you got your Gen X. Hey, don't distract me. Let me make my point before we have to wrap up. Let me make my point before I have to wrap up. All the different up. generations. Let me make my point before we have to wrap up. And that is, you know, the reality is I, for a long time, I thought that second one, oh, that's the better one. But as I've gotten older, I actually think we need to go back to that original one. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Words only hurt me when I give them permission mm. to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And now, look, I need to be nice. I don't need to say hurtful words. No, I don't, I don't, no, I don't that get, is in no way to I don't, give permission I, I, yeah, for that. I don't get to use that as an excuse to be a jerk and be mean. Yeah. But But when someone else is being mean and a jerk, I need to realize that those are just words. That's not the same as being put to death. Exactly. That is not the same as being beaten. That is not the same. And and those things only hurt me when I give them power and permission. And I need to remember that, you know, honestly, what you think of me and say about me, not nearly as important as what God thinks of me and says about me. And when I can have that anchor, I'm going to survive no matter what anybody says about me. And there is an assurance that living faithfully for God, you will suffer persecution. Mm, there will absolutely. be revilings, right? Just as all the faithful prophets were reviled. Uh, from the Sermon on the Mountain, and David had his share of that as well. The and when victory they mo- is in the Lord. And you know what? When they move into beating me with rods and throwing rocks at me, then I can talk about, hey, that really hurt. But the words, they have no power unless I give them power. Yeah. 
So I, I just I want to remember that. I want us to recognize that. And so we can we can recognize God loves us. He's taking care of us. What he says about us is what matters most. I know we need to wrap up. We've gone a little bit long. Happy Thanksgiving today. Yeah. And let's let's go ahead and wrap up with a prayer. You you can text us or excuse me, email us at texttalk at Christiansmeethere.org. We'd love to know what you're thankful for. We'd love to know how you have faith in God that helps you deal with your fears. It's some things we've learned. Tomorrow, we really are going to talk about the faith, though, that we find in this psalm in the face of all these fears. Let's have a prayer. Glorious God, sometimes we're afraid, but we're putting our faith in you, and we are so happy that we can learn these things that help us remember that no matter what happens, even if we die, even when we die, even when the enemies rejoice over us, we still win. Thank you for that. We love you so much, Father. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Well.